All right, Canadian health officials out today urging all of us, all Canadians, to please, please get a flu shot this year over a growing concern about something they're calling a twindemic. Dr. Dina Kulik is a pediatrician and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, twindemic, uh, that's a new one for me and I think for a lot of folks. Uh, can you tell us what they're talking about when they use the word twindemic? Essentially, this coming year, you know, in the fall and the winter season, we often see epidemics of influenza. We see this every year. And now we have this other virus to deal with, which is COVID. And the thought is that some people may have flu, some people may have COVID, some people may have both. And it can be hard to tease apart the various symptoms of each. So this year is more critical than ever for people to get their flu shot? I think it's more critical than ever to get a flu shot and to stay as healthy as possible and to absolutely avoid going to work or school or daycare if you're in any way unwell, which, you know, many forever, for generations, people have sent their kids to school and gone to work when they have a runny nose or a little cough because usually it's a pretty benign virus that won't cause any significant harm. But now we know that many, many people with COVID have very minimal side effects or minimal symptoms at all and can still be contagious to others who could potentially become much more unwell. So we'll have much less threshold, much lower threshold to be staying home from daycare, work, and school this coming season. Yeah, do we need a bit of a uh, mind shift, uh, as it were, here, a paradigm shift when it comes to sick days? Because as a lot of people have kind of returned to work uh, during this uh, pandemic, you know, there's people, I think, for years and generations that have always said, oh, I've never taken a sick day in 10 years or uh, 15 years, that we really need to change that mindset? Absolutely. We just can't mess around with this anymore. You know, not only do people get very sick and die every year from influenza, but many people also get sick and die from COVID. So we really should have a very, very low threshold for keeping ourselves away from others when we are in any way sick, right? Even just a runny nose, we shouldn't be you know, having any threshold any longer. We, we really shouldn't be you know, putting anything to chance. And is this important not only to keep coworkers and fellow students uh, healthy at schools and uh, workplaces, but also when it comes to our healthcare system that uh, as we enter flu uh, season and we've got the pandemic uh, which continues on, that uh, we've got uh, really the recipe for perhaps overcrowding our hospitals? Absolutely. We were worried about this, you know, even in February and March when numbers of viruses typically are much lower. As we head into viral season, where we typically have much higher volumes in our emergency rooms and ICUs, if we add even a fragment of the number of patients that we could have with COVID, we will absolutely overwhelm our system. We don't have enough doctors, nurses, beds, ventilators, ICU rooms, etc., for all the people that could potentially get sick. We have to be very cautious going into this viral season. Here with Dr. Dina Kulik. As we talk about this twindemic doctor, flu and also COVID, how do we know if we've got one or the other? Because the symptoms are, they're very similar. They really are. I mean, it's all the various gamut of viral illness symptoms. So from runny nose to scratchy or sore throat to coughing, vomiting and diarrhea is common. Many viruses in addition to COVID. So you don't really know just from a symptom basis. 
You can certainly get tested for influenza and for COVID, but these tests are not perfectly 100% accurate or reliable. So that's why I feel that if you have any symptoms, you really just should be staying home. You can test if you'd like, but regardless of the test results, I do think the most conservative thing and the best for our communities and for other people's families, of course, would be to be really diligent about staying home as long as you're symptomatic and for a few days after that, in fact. Yeah, I guess that's our best defense because I was going to ask you about the importance of uh, testing, and we spoke about that earlier this afternoon, and we've been talking about it throughout this uh, pandemic. And there's a talk that maybe testing might become available at neighborhood pharmacies. There's also been the talk about Health Canada perhaps greenlighting uh, home test kits uh, for COVID. Just how important is testing going to be as uh, back to school uh, looms here for Ontario and uh, moving forward into the flu season? I think testing is very important because it gives us some kind of idea of how much there is COVID in the community, which can make important decisions. You know, this at-home saliva testing could be really, really cool. But if it's not super accurate or reliable, I do have concerns that will give us false sense of security, that children will go back to school or daycares, that adults will go back to workspaces having had a negative test. But if it was a falsely negative test, in other words, they have COVID, but they tested negative, they may then be going back with a false sense of security and infect other people. So I think if you're symptomatic, it's really best to be staying home to not potentially expose other people. And regardless of whether it's COVID or not, any virus right now can be really difficult on the healthcare system and for other people's families, exactly as you mentioned. So I think the best course of action is to remain patient and conservative. Just finally, doctor, as a pediatrician, how concerned, how worried are you about uh, back to school as it approaches? And what would your best advice be for parents? I think back to school is really an important thing for many, many families and kids. We've been feeling a lot of kids having a lot of social isolation and challenges with behavior and emotional development, language development. There's certainly kids that don't get great meals unless they're at school or might be in homes that are abusive or they're not getting the you know education or the stimulation they need. So it's important that we get back to school. But as I mentioned, I think the biggest thing here is to be patient and not to rush it. Because if we do, we're more likely to expose ourselves to another wave and potentially another quarantine round, which no one wants. So the slower and the most conservative, I think, will let us continue to be, as Canadians, as far ahead of this as possible. We've done incredibly well as a country, and we've done that by being very conservative. Dr. Dina Kulik, doctor, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Stay healthy. You as well.